everybody to the first inaugural episode of Childhood Remastered. This is the podcast that looks back at cartoons of yesteryear and looks forward to the cartoons that are coming out this year. I'm joined today by uh, my co-host, Chris Gravitt. Chris, would you like to introduce yourself? Hey, yeah, so Sean and I are going to be doing a show about uh, basically the shows that we used to watch when we were kids. And, and for instance, I've got a little one, so we're going to be talking about all the terrible shows, some of the good ones that I am now forced to watch as a dad. And some of the other things that we're going to talk about is a lot of the shows that uh, Chris and I are both guys that liked watching cartoons when we were younger. I mean, we still like watching cartoons. I, for one, was a big uh, Saturday morning cartoon junkie. I would get, you know, I was I was one of the millions of kids in the uh, 80s and early 90s that would that would wake up early on Saturday, grab a bowl full of super sugary cereal and plot myself in front of the TV from 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. and watch every single thing that I could. And don't forget, there's also the really great. uh, Well, not great, but at least mediocre um, Sunday morning cartoons like we're talking Dino Riders and Robocop, which, okay, Dino Riders is not mediocre. It's is pretty fantastic. But. That's uh, I spent a lot of Sunday mornings also watching cartoons, maybe I, when I shouldn't have been. Yeah, I, you know what I did too. Every morning when I would get back from church, I would plop it on, and it was de- it was definitely not the same quality of cartoons that were on Saturday morning. Saturday was very it was very much so the primo cartoon uh, real estate where you wanted to see all the best ones. I think I think my best memory of a Sunday morning cartoon was uh, King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. Oh yeah. And you know they actually have a a not terrible Super Nintendo game for that too. If anybody out there has played that, that's that's actually kind of a fun play. Yeah. So, like I said, each week we're going to uh, we're going to take a look at different shows. Um, some of the shows from you know some of our favorite cartoons from the '80s, some of from '90s, uh, some from the 2000s. Some of the stuff that people are watching with their kids now, um, and we're going to try and uh, dissect them how we can. This isn't going to be a super serious show. It's not going to, we're not going to take apart these shows and critique them for, you know, we're, we're, we're going to have fun with this. Yeah. This is not the Zizek approach to, uh, silver Hawks here. We're, we're looking really to just kind of do something fun. Uh, and to be fair, I think I'm most excited to, for, I think for us to go back and, watch some really let's be honest terrible shows maybe even a couple of uh tv specials um i'm i think some of those cartoons i I won't give away too much now but i'm pretty excited about because they're pretty awful now as an adult yeah and and uh this is a show where we'd welcome uh audience participation as well i would love to get suggestions comments from uh from listeners uh of shows you'd like us to Uh, take a look at there might be i mean we have a pretty wide range of we have a pretty wide library of stuff that we have seen or would like to see or have memories of but i'm sure that there's shows out there that that i would not think to revisit i'm sure chris would not think to revisit so um, some of them we may not want to revisit and those would be the best ones because i uh i don't I don't know about you guys, but I'm a, I'm very much a fan of uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. So I have a, there's a soft spot in my heart for some some terrible terrible television, and and I feel like that's a lot of what we're gonna end up watching. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, nostalgia goggles. That's uh, part of the it's endemic to 
generations of you get nostalgia goggles on shows that you grew up with. I'm sure that there's plenty of shows that I grew up with that I can remember very, very fondly. And if we revisit them 20 and 30 years later, they're going to be awful. Well, and some of them I have, especially now that I have my own kid that I thought, man, this will be really fun. I get to sit here and show my kid this new show or whatever. And I plop her down in front of the TV and I'm like, yeah, this is going to be fucking awesome. And you know what I do? I put it on and she has no care. She like, she doesn't want to watch it. And then I'm sitting there stuck watching this, to be fair, god awful show. And I'm thinking, Jesus, why am I watching this? I just, I want to turn it off. But at the same time, I know that it's kind of keeping her distracted from destroying something in the house or whatever. And I think those ones are also kind of fun to watch too. Uh, especially... Because you're going to go back and you have this this idea of how things are supposed to be, at least from what you remember them being, you know, six years old, eight years old and watching, you know, I, whatever it is. And then now I'm 33 and I'm watching it and thinking, what was I thinking? You know, were there drugs in these kid cereals we were eating? There must have been, especially, uh, you know, if you're talking about The Legend of Zelda uh, cartoon show, for instance, that, that it can't get much worse. I mean, excuse me, princesses is, is one of the most hated lines in all of cartoondom. And that show was great because it actually used it actually used sounds from the game in the in the in the cartoon. That was Link would shoot his sword and it would do the. Well, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show did too, and that also wasn't that oh, great. But it, but you know what? I that's thought def- that was better than than Zelda. Let's- that's definitely a show that we're that we're gonna have to revisit because I've watched a couple episodes of that. That was a show that I absolutely loved. The Captain Lou Albano, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, and I I loved that show. I was very much a Nintendo kid, and I've I've recently gone back and watched that, and it is. It is god-awful. That's going to be an interesting one for us to do. Uh, I have very specific memories of the Millie Vanilli episode where the Mario Brothers and Princess Toad end up at a Millie Vanilli concert because she's a massive Millie Vanilli fan. So I'm actually really excited to do that one. Was that the, um, was that the live action part of it? No, no, that was animated. They had animated Millie Vanilli. Oh, and, man, uh, I don't remember that one at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, to be fair, uh, after I watched it, I really didn't want to remember it because... It, it's just, it, I think it'll just be better for us to cover it. Yeah. Uh, but but there's some really fun ones too. I'm I'm kind of excited to do. I kind of uh, am excited to do Street Sharks and Biker Mice from Mars, uh, both of which are not all that great, but they're they're fun like kids cartoon shows. Animaniacs is now out on Netflix, and uh, and I've been rewatching that lately, and that that is actually fantastic. Oh, it's, I, Tom... it's some of the best animated uh, car, you know writing that we we've had in the last twenty years. Tom Ruger's. Tom Ruger was the, I think, the executive producer of that show. He was the executive producer of uh, lots of those shows. Tiny Toons. Um, Pinky and the Brain. Pinky and the Brain. Yeah, well, and in Pinky and the Brain, you know that uh, Steven Spielberg is a massive fan still of Pinky and the Brain. He loves Pinky and the Brain. And he He actually has um, Pinky and the Brain memorabilia on his desk still now to this day um, because he loves that. I, well, I don't blame him. Uh, it's, yeah. it's I genius. would, too. Yeah, I, if I was Steven Spielberg, I'd probably have Pinky and the Brain stuff everywhere. Yeah. So, well, all right. Let's. That's that's basically what our show is going to be. Um, uh, the whole purpose. I mean, there's there's. I guess the purpose is twofold. It's the purpose is going to be for people to. For people to have fun, for us to have fun, because this is stuff we talk about anyway, and that's always the best. That's always the best way to have a show is it's stuff you already talk about, stuff that you like talking about. Right. So and we might have some friends come on and hang out with us while we watch a few episodes. Uh, that that would be pretty fun to do too. Yeah. So we're not going to be doing like a, an episode by episode 
you know, synopsis. There's just too many. You know, cartoons used to have 26, 28, 30 episodes a season. Or something 40, 40. 56 or something for 50-something for Pokemon. I Pokemon mean, was actually 82 for the first season. Oh, my God. So, so we're not going to – it's not going to be something like that. We might take a couple episodes to go over a show. You know, maybe maybe four or six episodes to go over a show that, that you know, ran its course. Talk about different things. So part one is to just have fun. It's to have fun reliving these cartoons – looking at the stuff that's that's new um what's out there but the other part of it is to actually you know provide kind of a service because if you have kids if you have nieces nephews kids if you babysit i don't know that we want to help people decide on what shows actually are halfway decent to watch because chances are you're going to be watching them with these kids you're going to be stuck yeah for hours sometimes and i mean you want you're going to want to know what your kids are watching and if you're going to, I mean, it's just like, just like, uh, you know, back in the forties, you got, you got Warner brothers who put out great cartoons that had a lot of stuff for the adults as well as stuff for the kids. So, you know, if we could point out a couple of those to you where it's, it's almost as entertaining being an adult, watching the show, catching the stuff that's going over the kid's head as it is being a kid, just looking at the colors and the stories right. and whatever. Well, and there's some new, there's some new stuff out too that, uh, is not going to be on the same quality of old '40s Warner Brothers, but at least it at least isn't going to melt your brain away if you're sitting there watching it for a half an hour. Yeah, and so I think it'll be kind of fun for for us to go through that. And, and I I'm I would also say that if there's anybody out there who has a show that that we do a couple episodes on, if we get enough requests or something that everybody's really really excited about, we'd be happy to go back and do say a full season of it um, and go episode by episode. That's something that we've talked about. Uh, we'll have to see. Uh, what you guys are interested in if we get enough requests we'll do whatever it is yeah. um, and i'm i'm actually i'm actually pretty excited about uh taking a look at the um the specials you know the the maybe 40 minute hour long specials that they used to oh, put on yeah. saturday morning mostly mostly they were long extended psas for whatever uh for right, health or drugs or, or bicycle safety or... yeah exactly i always love the, the the drug ones or the say no to strangers or or for some reason in the 80s a lot of people were getting trapped in fridges so they had to do psas for that all the time yeah i mean it just some of them are pretty ridiculous and so um mind-bogglingly boring uh you know how many times can you do a a, a cheesy uh early 90s rap about bicycle safety i i can't you know i really have no idea who thought that these were a good idea i mean it, and we're not talking like a five minute these are like 45 minutes of of bicycle safety or don't talk to strangers and yeah. and there's multiple of the same subject it's not like somebody put one out and thought well that covers it nope yeah, every production company had to make their own yeah exactly so and you know it's probably it, it's not for nothing, they probably had to because they were broadcasting on TV. They probably had to on a yearly basis put out because of the whatever standards and practices. Yeah, yeah. Some, sometimes it was uh, as a result of contracting or whatever. They were required by law to put out a certain amount uh, for uh, tax purposes and stuff. So yeah. uh, some of them are just terrible. And we will bring you that terrible. Yeah, we will We will take that hit for you with, with glee and probably with a little beer in our system. Or whatever else, but hey, some of those are going to require a lot of beer. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's let's uh, let's sort of let's sort of end this episode. This is like a prologue episode, just giving you guys the you know uh, what to expect from us. Let's end it about. Let's end it this way, Chris. What was your thinking back to your youth? What was your all time favorite cartoon? 
You know, I think that's going to be really hard, um, mostly because I spent a lot of time in front of uh, Saturday morning cartoons. So, you know, I don't know if I can give just one. I, right, I have you had to do top three. So I, I'm going to put Dino Riders out there cause, uh, <laughs> because I have to. Dino Riders is just so awesome. Uh, and I've gone back and re rewatched it maybe about 10 years ago, and it's still awesome. Um, I would say um, I really love Pinky and the Brain. It's really, really smart. It's really well written. Yeah, it went downhill later when they put in uh, Pinky O'Meara and the Brain. Yeah. Um, and, and some of the other uh, side characters. Uh, and Larry. Don't forget M. Larry. That's a really important one. Um, and, and then I would say maybe my third one that I really, really, really enjoyed would probably be Silver a tie between Silverhawks and uh, Thundercats. Silverhawks. Uh, <laughs> I think my favorite part of Silverhawks God, what was the name of what was the name of the cowboy? Oh, geez, a cowboy. You know, see, and that's the thing. I I don't even remember the character. I the last time I watched Silverhawks, I was maybe about ten years old. See, so I we're talking twenty three years ago. I, there was some. There was like there was the kid who couldn't talk. He was the he was the bronze. The one. mute who talked only in beeps yeah, or whatever. Or he whistled. Yeah, and he had the discs. And then there was I think that the twins that didn't look like twins. It was like Braveheart and or Silverheart and Steelheart or something. They were the Steelheart twins. I think. Yeah. And then you had the cowboy. I love the cowboy because he couldn't fly, but he also used his guitar as a and weapon. And had a badass ship. Yeah. yeah. He used his guitar as a weapon. He'd pop out of that thing and play a riff on the guitar and it would shoot a beam at whoever they were going at. <laughs> oh, what the, what the hell? <laughs> well, and like, and being five years old, that's the coolest thing in the world. So I would say that those were ones that like I have these memories of. So again, I don't even remember the characters' names because the, nostal the nostalgia is like that seeped in. I, I have these visions and and feelings about these cartoon shows that honestly I remember very little of. So this is going to be really fun for now, us have, to do. Have you have you gone back recently as an adult and watched any of those shows? Uh, I have gone back and watched a few of them again because I have a little and uh, and some are terrible and some aren't. But I but there's so many that I have not had a chance to go back and watch. As I mentioned, I did go back and watch Dino Riders maybe about uh, ten years ago. I watched most of it uh, and it was actually really good. Well really good at the time and also i it may have been beer but <laughs> <laughs> dino riders was one of the uh, dino riders was one of the one of the many many shows in the 80s that incorporated teenage or preteen like helpers in oh, the show yeah. Yeah. they had they had the main guys that were the, i remember dino riders they had the main guys that were the, the heroes but then they also had their 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 teen associates or whatever that 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 was our uh, that was our, um, our surrogate right. We, we were able yeah, to was our emotional surrogate. Uh, yeah. tra Transformers has that. There's several uh, shows have that. So yeah. Well, what were the would you say top three for you? Top three for me, and this is going way back. So top three for me, number one was probably the real Ghostbusters. Oh, I yeah. had yeah. I had I that was a show that I watched religiously. And I had all the toys. I I absolutely loved it. I think I, I went as a Ghostbuster for uh, Halloween in kindergarten. I I just adored that show, and I still do. I've I've actually gone back recently and watched a couple of the episodes. And and uh, honestly, to me, maybe it's nostalgia. They they hold up. They're they're entertaining. They're good stories. The 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 voice acting is is pretty darn good. You got Lorenzo Music and Dave Coulier. Yeah, and see, I, and I watched those back when they were on, and I probably haven't watched them since. And I loved them when I was a kid. My little brother was way, way, un, maybe arguably unhealthy into Ghostbusters. Um, so I'm, I'm excited <laughs> so like, to do this like one me. too because I, you know, probably like you. Uh, what, uh, what other shows? Let's would you see. Uh, Thundercats was a big one for me. I loved Thundercats. That was my second. I, the two, the two toy lines that I had 
Well, actually, no, there's three, which will be my third one. But two of the three made like toy lines that I had. I had a bunch of toys. Um, Thundercats was one of them. I watched that show religiously. I remember they recently rebooted it um, not that long ago. It didn't yeah. last very long. It lasted like a season, but it was it was um, sort of an anime style one. Yeah, and and I believe that the voice of uh, Leon from Resident Evil was uh, the voice of Lionel. Yeah, I and, believe. Um, and the uh, but I, I liked. Uh, <laughs> here's so a, here's a bit of trivia from the original um the original thundercats the voice of lion and also the voice of uh vulture man and i think jackal man is also the voice of sunny the cocoa puffs bird oh really it's the same guy yeah it's good <laughs> that's time. awesome yeah and then probably the the last one i mean I, there's a lot of shows that i watched in the 90s too but probably the ones that have the biggest the the, the, the biggest place in my heart the third one is probably um ninja turtles Oh yeah, yeah. And I found out. So see, I didn't even put that on there mostly because uh, I figured Ninja and like Ducktales and Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah, like, Ducktales. Those are like givens, so I didn't want to put one of those because those are so part of like my psyche. But uh, I could definitely see Ninja Turtles on there. So I'm really excited because I, I could probably do if we did an entire show that was just Ninja Turtles episodes. I'd be happy with that. Yeah, that, there was be... there was a when I was I, I when I was younger I did some um, we have some family in Europe in in Ireland and I remember. I don't know, being 10 or 12 or something. And we went over to Ireland. I went over with my grandparents and I remember watching a couple episodes of Ninja Turtles because, hey, they got Ninja Turtles on BBC. All right, I'll watch it. That's when I found out that ninja, the word ninja in Europe, I don't know, specifically in Great Britain, Ireland, was considered too violent. That word was considered too violent for kids TV. So in the show, they dubbed it out. They changed it. So instead of it being Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it was Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Yeah, yeah, I'd heard and, of that And before. I remember listening to the theme song because they, they dubbed it out. It was like, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. I was like, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like a 10-year-old. I'm like, wait a minute. They changed the words. How did they, what, huh? Yeah, it's like it's like the childhood equivalent to our, our current reaction to, say, uh, watching Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. You feel like uh, somebody raped your friend. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But we I don't know if we want to get into movies. Uh, <laughs> well, that's maybe, a whole rabbit hole maybe we could go down, maybe do uh, a couple specials on. But Yeah, uh, yeah movie, movies we might be able to do. Like, kid, uh, you know, movies that are associated with, uh, with the with kids' the shows. Yeah. You know? Or movies that are associated with the era that we grew up with. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there was, a, there was a DuckTales movie that came out in 1990. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we could cover some of that. By the so. way, if you ever, if yeah, that's always that's always one of my favorite, uh, it's always one of my favorite answers to that question. You know, your favorite '90s era Disney movie? I'd say Ducktales. Yeah, and they go, wait, what? Yeah, they're like, like, yeah, no, it's real. 1990, yeah. and it came it's awesome. Yeah, Ducktales was it the Treasure of the Lost Lamp? Yeah, no, and it's it's really good. Yeah, no, I liked it. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to looking at some of those and looking at some of. Uh, some of the other ones, the random ones. Um, yeah, some of them are going to be pretty terrible, like Marsupilami. And, uh, yeah. uh, you know, we've got, we could also do some of the live action shows like um, Power Rangers and stuff like that. Or, um, yeah, funny story. Oh, Knights of Tyrn and Nog. We could go down that oh rabbit hole God. if you wanted to. I mean, I, I don't know if you're, show. it's pretty painful. I watched an episode not that long. It's really bad. So, um, my dad, speaking of Power Rangers, my dad, um, he still works sort of. Down where, right by the Saban Suit Studios. I mean, close enough to the Saban Studios in uh, in California. Where I remember him telling me one day he was driving to work or he cut down some industrial street, and he saw a bunch of smoke, like fog machine, and he's like, "What the hell's going on?" And all of a sudden, he saw guys in like rubber suits fly over this little grassy like like hump, 
I said, what the hell is going on? They were filming Power Rangers, like, out in the street. It scared the shit. I said, what the fuck is this? Who's... What? And I would imagine he had no idea what the hell was going on. He had on. no idea. He just saw... And then he looked it up and figured out, oh, Saban's... Too, oh, it must have been Power Rangers. It's Okay. <laughs> That's such a dad moment, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I would have had the same reaction. I wouldn't have been like, oh, it's Power Rangers. I would have been like, what the... Who the fuck is throwing well, I mean, guys what, over the... What dad's out there like, yeah, I'm going to watch some Power Rangers. No, you're not going to have any idea. Man, I remember how excited I, I... I still remember how excited I was... When I saw the preview for Power Rangers, when I was what how when did that show come out? 94, 95, something like that. I was still in grade school. I remember that when it came out. It was like uh, 94, 95. Yeah, we were like sixth grade, I think. Yeah. Yeah, something so, like that. So it was like ninety four. So ninety five. Ninety five. So I remember seeing the preview for it. Like coming to coming fall to Fox Kids. Power Rangers, and I, I remember watching the the preview. I'm like, oh my god, this show is gonna be so fucking awesome! This is the greatest show ever. And then it, and then I watched it, and I was like, this show is Voltron. It's live action bullshit Voltron. Yeah, I as- felt. I mean, even as a kid, I felt pretty cheated. But you know, I think it'll be. We should maybe save some of our Power Rangers discussion because it's oh, gonna yeah, get. Yeah. We're gonna go way that's down the just, rabbit hole. That's just a. That's just a taste to whet your appetite. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> but, but basically, basically, that's that's going to be what our show is about. Like I said, this this is an introductory episode. Um, we'll try to pump these out once a week on a fairly fairly regular schedule. Yeah, once a week, depending. Um, that 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 will be what we start with. Yeah, and and like I said, this is stuff that we talk about anyway. And uh, we thought we would uh, share it with the world. We this is this is shit we get drunk and talk about. Hey, remember this show? Remember how awesome it was? I wonder what it's like now. Or I can't believe parents today let their kids watch this show. It's freaking garbage. It wasn't like that when we were kids, right? Or, or uh, like some of the just blatant product placement. Uh, you know, uh, it's it, it like it was blaringly sad how obvious it was so yeah and it's not that the product placement has gone down they've just gotten a little more subtle oh they've got much smarter subliminal about it oh yeah no now now they just make items that are like you know the necklace from this show or the staff or whatever so now they've just gotten smarter with the way that they brainwash your children into wanting their toys so but uh yeah i i think uh i think this is gonna be a lot of fun yeah definitely that's that's the whole point of this is to have some fun and have some fun, make some laughs. Hopefully, you guys laugh along with with us. But yeah, this uh, this is going to be your childhood remastered, and hopefully, remastered for your kids too. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Hope you guys enjoyed our introductory episode. This is childhood remastered, the prologue, the first of many, and uh, we will see you guys next week. All right. Signing off. <laughs> <laughs>